Listener supported. WNYC Studios. This is Alec Baldwin, and you're listening to Here's the Thing. The Human Centipede. The only movie Roger Ebert ever refused to give a star rating to. It is what it is, he concluded. It was the talk of the festival circuit in 2009, the talk at dinner, not panel discussions. It was too cruel, too cracked. High school boys were emailing each other gross-out clips. Many reviewers wouldn't even recount the premise. I will, so feel free to skip ahead about one minute. The movie, the first of a trilogy, starts with the familiar horror trope of two pretty young women getting a flat tire at night, in the rain, in the woods. I think we're supposed to turn. I thought you knew exactly where we were going. What was that? They end up in the home of a demented surgeon. Something to drink. Then the familiar tropes end. Because Dr. Heider wants a, get this, respected separator of Siamese twins, has a late career goal. It's to kidnap three people, sever their knees, and sew their bodies together mouth to anus, creating one long digestive system. It's a bleak movie, terrifying and bloody. Dieter Laser's suave Dr. Heider is Mengele-like in his dispassionate cruelty, and the victims play their roles with no wink or nod to break the tension. But shock wears off. The movie that Roger Ebert refused to review is now firmly a part of the American popular culture. We have a long uh, treasured tradition here on our show uh, which celebrates the Festival of Lights. It's time once again for our annual lighting of the Human Centipede Menorah. Human Centipede Menorah. The originator of the Human Centipede is improbably a charming Panama hat-wearing young Dutchman named Tom Six. He had just arrived from Amsterdam and brought with him his longtime business partner, who is also his sister, we think. How do you pronounce your first name again? Ilona. Ilona. Okay. So we've all met before because I was uh, in that unique club of people who watched your magnum opus and was just knocked out. I thought, my God, I've got to meet the guy that made this movie. Mm-hmm. And you were so cheery. You were like, you were so kind of animated and boyish in a way I was unprepared for. You were like Ronnie Howard. Hello, Alec, I am Tom. Yeah. Yeah. And this is my sister, Ilona. Yeah. And she was like, hello, Alec. <laughs> yeah, there was yeah. no black clothes and like spider webs in the corner. Exactly. The dangerous thing, eh? Right. You said to me, you said, yeah. we are going to redefine evil, yeah. you said. Exactly. And I got a chill. I thought, man, if anybody's going to redefine evil, it's you. Mm-hmm. What is horror to you in film in filmmaking uh to me is uh, when you're in a situation you're attached to an to an asshole you're in a situation where you can't leave and it's worse than death uh, you want to die but you're you trapped. can't absolutely where did you first get the idea uh it's very simple was I, it your idea yeah definitely i was watching television and there was a child molester on and he uh did the most terrible things to to children and he got a very low sentence because of a mistake they made and i was angry 
And uh, I said they should stitch his mouth to the anus of a fat truck driver. Amazing. Because that would be a great punishment. Yeah, so out of something good, yeah. out of a desire for justice, absolutely. emerged this twisted idea of your film trilogy. Yeah, absolutely. You said this man should have his mouth sewn to the... Uh, uh, the anus uh, of a the fat anus truck driver on his hands and knees. Because that would be... And sever his knee ligaments absolutely. so he can't run away. Absolutely. And uh, then I immediately, my then girlfriend, I put her on her hands and knees and I took a picture and then I photoshopped uh, her behind uh, each other. And I thought that's a great idea for a movie. This looks amazing, but at the same time, it's so incredibly horrifying. The idea that you have to that swallow. That goes without saying. Well, I wouldn't say swallow. You're part of a chain, of a digestive chain that happened. Yeah. It's hideous. But in your movie, uh, we're, this is not an act of justice. We're not taking the child molester. No, I did it in part and three. And show yeah. him. Right. Your yeah. first film, well, there was yeah. no justice there. And I thought I need uh, one of those old villains as the, as, uh, the Frankenstein yes. doctor almost. Yeah. Who created. Like huh? a Peter Cushing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And can yeah. you imagine he did over 70 films and the guy was never cast as a horror villain. Never. Never. Well, what did he play? Uh, all good guys. <laughs> Isn't it great? It's, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm really going to struggle to keep a straight face with you. Yeah, yeah Because I can't believe I'm finally meeting you in yeah, person yeah. after all our conversations. But so before you made this movie, before yes. you saw yeah. this horrible child molester who was yeah. not meted out a proper sentence as far as you're concerned, what was your childhood like in terms of film going? I already loved horror films. I went to the video stores and I, my parents let me rent all those horrible films. What were films. your favorite films? Uh, Cujo uh, from Stephen King, all those uh, zombie films, everything. I swallowed it up. Yeah. Uh, and I have this really big imagination. Huh? So when I was a little kid, I said, I, I want to be, I want to make films when I grow up. And you I, did? Yeah, definitely. Did you make films with a little camera? When you yeah, were definitely. Your parents my got your camera. My, my grandfather, he gave, you a camera. Came, gave him what a camera. What was the first film you made? Uh, it was a horror film. An alien came out of a guy's stomach. Had so you seen the movie old, Alien already? Yeah, exactly. So you were just kind of taking that. Yeah, definitely. You're riffing on yeah, that. Play, playing the with John Hurt and, uh, character. Definitely. So you had, uh, did, did you, what kind of, describe to us, if you can, in the most simple terms, yeah. well, how the, those effects work. Did you have like a, uh, like, a like a mannequin that you had? Yeah, I, I built those uh, puppets and uh, the guy with the hand in it coming out. I, I built his body and all, uh, of course, in a simple way. But it already worked. So and what I, did he do for a living and how did he die? How, what was the setting? Was it a space station yeah, as well? Yeah, something, something like that. I yeah. built my room into this giant studio. Aluminum stuff. foil all over yeah, the absolutely. walls. Yeah, very low budget. No budget. I was a very a little, small guy, a 12 or oh, something. Oh, you were 12? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but definitely. an auteur yeah, at that age. Already, maybe. Yeah. And then what, so where do you go to college? I went to uh, uh, the New York Film Academy, strangely enough. I did a course here in, uh, in New you York. You came here? Yeah, I came here. When you were how old? 18. And I just wanted to. What did your to, uh, parents think about that? Something like, kids always want to make films, let's send him to New York. Because here, I still remember it. There were guys from the film industry talking about film and making film, and it got me so enthusiastic. And then uh, it's, it was only two months, and then I came back to Holland, and uh, I was hired uh, as a television director for the first Big Brother show in Holland. And it turned out I was very good at it. Eh? So this was the first Big Brother in the world. So then John de Mol, the, the, the big owner of uh, Big Brother, he uh, thought, yeah, you're one of our best directors. So he sent me here. You tell American directors. Taking the to... Big Brother program, obviously, which they do quite yeah. often. They do with Saturday Night Live. Yeah. They do all those types of programs and they bring them to other countries and, and set them up in that country. Yeah. So I was uh, going well in television, but I always wanted to make films. 
So then I, my sister, who was in law school... She quit law school? Yes, she did. Oh, my God. And then we started uh, the Six Entertainment Company, and we made three films in Holland, Dutch-language films. Now, one is the two women are trapped in the department store? Yes, yes, absolutely. And what's that film it's called? It's like uh, Honey's. It's like a... Honey's? Yeah, a children's movie for a little So girl. it's sweet and innocent. Okay, yeah. so, so that's the first film. Honey's. The, the second film. The first one was uh, uh, the one in the, in the gay disco? Uh, Amsterdam in that time had a very famous uh, gay scene all over the world. Yeah. And I had a couple of friends who were gays and they told me those horrendous stories about uh, uh, pill popping and all the things you do in Amsterdam, but when you're yeah, gay, poppers, it's yeah. wild. So yeah. I made a film about that. Yeah. And uh, then I moved on to Honey's and then I went on to make I Love Dries. And it's very cool. It's about a famous Dutch singer. He plays himself. And he's abducted by two uh, uh, very fat people who live in a trailer park. And the, the woman is his biggest fan. She, she adores this singer. So they abduct him. So it's like misery. Absolutely. But it gets worse. She wa wants to have his baby. So he The has natural to, way. Yeah. He has to stay in that trailer till she becomes pregnant. So the husband just isn't capable of, 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 of reproducing. Yeah, absolutely. So they have to bring in a stud, so to speak. Definitely. And this famous, he's a famous musician. Uh, singer. In, in real life, he's a real singer. Yes, he is. He's a handsome guy. Yeah, definitely. He's a good looking guy. Yes. Well, what is his name? Dries Roofing. Dries Roofing. Yes. At the time you made the movie, how old was he? He was about 40, I think. So he still had a little bit of tread on the tire. He yeah. wasn't completely out of the business. He was still young enough to you know, delight his fans. How do you get him to come and do the movie where he has to sire the child with the morbidly uh, obese woman? He thought it was for a, a candid camera show. This is not yeah. real. And I said, no, it's real. And he had to think about it for one he night. Did. What was it about him you thought he was game? Uh, he had exactly the, that guy's, uh, yeah, how do you call it? He, he thinks he's a stud. He, he yeah. does all the training and he, yeah, uh, he he's looked, fit. Looked, absolutely. Yeah. So I thought this would he's be a Dionysus. extra horrible if he has to uh, make love to this. And do, you, and do you see scenes where they're making love? Definitely. Oh my God. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, how long did it take to shoot that movie? Three weeks. So three, three weeks, weeks yeah. you're shooting Definitely. that movie. And yeah. how do you get the money for the film? Like when you're walking into rooms, yeah. and we're going to get to this, especially with the Centipede series. Yeah. Um, how do you get people to give you money? Yeah. And then when you get to the distribution part, what yeah. do you say to them? Well, Ilona is a genius at bringing in money. So she rings the whole... We have uh, this famous magazine in Holland, which is called The Quote, and all the rich people are in there. So she just goes through the telephone. Nine of the ten people, they say, you're an idiot, uh, fuck off. But, like, one, there's one people that say, no, why not? But there's one who just can't say no to Ilona. Absolutely. Then I tell the story and they, they are hooked. And they want to be in the film business. Yes. Was the film successful? Yeah, on a, on a Dutch scale. It's yeah. a very uh, small country. Does the yeah. film make money? Yes, but uh, not uh, like your... No, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't no. expect that. Because that's, I mean, you and I both know that's, yeah. uh, you know, Mission Impossible is Absolutely. to make money. Yeah. But, but the, um, unless you are Mission Impossible, but the... Um, um, the investors got their money back. So you did the first two. So Dries was the third. The, the third one, yes. Right. So you did uh, the first one was called Gay in Amsterdam. Gay, <laughs> Gay in Amsterdam. You don't really wander too much from the theme itself no, when no, you give the titles. Dead. Gay in Amsterdam. Yes. Honeys. Honeys. Yes. Which is loaded with double entendre. Oh yeah. And then uh, uh, I love these. And then uh, I love Dries. Yes. Which one performed the best at the box the, office? The mm, pretty, well, pretty much the same. Yeah, pretty much the same. They made money. Yeah, but I liked the third one. I love Dries. 
the, the absolutely the best. That's your favorite. That's the black humor. Right. It's dark. It's it's getting my way. Yeah. What were some of the difficulties for you in handling the cast? In other words, you're getting people to do these very compromising. Yeah, and yeah, very, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's one thing to say yeah. that someone's going to do a sex scene with a morbidly mm. obese woman, and you're kind of sending up yeah. that as horror. Yeah. But but the actress who was hired yeah. to play that part, did you have to be like overly sensitive to how she was treated and how she felt? Yeah. You have to be charming, eh? always to actors in, in yeah. situations like that. And you are charming, let's oh, face it. Oh, uh, thank you. And uh, yeah, the lady, uh, I, I told her how yeah, how the scene was going to be and she, she trusted me so much. So she said, oh, let's do it. I, I don't have any fear or whatever, let's do it. And, and the guy was a little bit hesitant, but I said, come on, Dries, you have to do this. Your fans... They're not really having sex. Not, not really, but it yeah, looks but it, but very it looks real. Very, I'm going to go home and watch it tonight. Oh, after great. my wife falls asleep. That's usually what I call a midnight <laughs> showing in my house. Okay. Um, but... <laughs> It's just a, it's just such a delight to finally meet you. Uh, when are you coming likewise. back to New York again? How likewise. long are you here for? Uh, Very briefly. Yeah, fly back tomorrow. But, uh, when do you come back again? As soon as possible. We need to we talk about it. a movie. We need to do a movie together. Let's do that. So the movies make money and you reward your investors. They get some kind of... Uh, uh, you, you pay them. They make some kind of a profit. Yes. So after um, Gay in Amsterdam, Honeys, and I Love Dries, what's the next movie? The first human centipede. Right, the first human centipede. Yeah. And you get the idea from the guy yeah. who gets the low sense. Absolutely. And where did you do your casting for the film? Here in New York, because I you wanted did. to have the, the lead actresses, the two girls who undergo the, the procedure. Ilona and I went here to New York, and we had like like 50 or 60 women coming in. All I, I, young, young, attractive. Young, girls. And I told them the premise and showed them the drawings I made. And nine out of ten said, you're a... European crazy idiot. Yeah. They were angry at me, even. Yeah. Eh? They didn't know what it was about when they came in. No. You kept it under wraps. Absolutely. Right. I said a European horror film. You said, come in and let me explain it to you first. Absolutely. Because I don't want you to read anything. On the email, is nodding manager, if you do it on the email and you explain it, they won't come. They won't come to the yeah. auditions. Eh? Yeah. So the smart ones, they stayed. They wanted to hear more. And then you put them on their hands and knees and a lot of them leave. And yeah. They think, oh no, that's, yeah, that's the next much. round. That's Absolutely. the next elimination yeah. round. Then, 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 how many remained on their knees and said, "Okay, let's go further"? We had like like five left, and uh, we chose <laughs> two in the end. Right, two who were. Absolutely troopers. So you have to be. Yeah? Right. So yeah, so they're artists. Okay? Yeah, they're definitely. committed to the oh, story. Oh yeah, can you imagine? Right. So they just wanted to work with Dieter. You know, yes. Once you showed them Dieter's real, they were like, I want to be in a movie yeah, with him. Definitely. So now both these women are very pretty and very fit and very kind of sexy definitely. young ladies in the in the business. And so when you're shooting the film, yeah. uh, what's the first day of shooting? Do you could do you ease them into it or do you throw them right into the icy cold water? No, we slowly uh, started with the the, the car uh, in the forest and stuff and them getting the, the flat, flat tire, tire going through the house so we slowly build up for them yeah yeah because it's it was too much you can imagine eh? yeah it's, they had uh, to really really definitely yeah, don't and we, we gave them massages when they're on their hands and knees and we, yeah. we really treated them really well what exactly did you have to do hygiene wise to make everybody comfortable about sticking their face in the butt <laughs> of the person in front of uh, yeah they're a little afraid they didn't fart or something eh? you have to be very yes. careful with that eh? you have to be but careful have, what you eat yeah, yeah they have this very thin latex between their mouths and the butt so it's yeah. there's something in between of course but it's close it's yeah, it's minimal. Close. Yeah, it's minimal because yeah. otherwise it would look fake. Yeah. The, the, so they showered very well and they. Uh, yeah. 
And then they would do these things and they were on their hands and knees yeah. in the formation of the human centipede yeah. Yeah. for how many hours a day, would you say? Uh, no, not very long. It's like we shoot like 10 minutes and then we they break. Take a break uh, for Yeah, a take a break and then we put them back in right. uh, again. And how so many uh, days were they in the centipede mode? Uh, almost four weeks. Yeah. On their hands and knees in the centipede mode. No, that's three weeks, I think. Yeah, it's three weeks like, of that. That, yeah, that yeah. sounds like hell. Yeah, me. it's yeah. hell. Three days would be more than I could bear. It's hell. When we yeah. do our movie together, no more than three days of centipede <laughs> type of uh, no, I uh, physiognomy. There. I yeah, promise. Yeah, not going to happen. Yeah. No. So when the time comes to distribute the film, yes, you get minimal distribution, correct? Yeah, I have seen it. Not quite a yeah. Of course, no, no, no. Who was the exec you dealt with at IFC? IFC is Jonathan Sebring. So was Jonathan. Ilona did, yeah, Jonathan. Yeah. Ilona, so I know Sebring, yeah. 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 Wonderful filmmaker, wonderful absolutely. film executive, he, brave he, guy, smart like guy. Like you, he loved the film. He did, he got it. He, absolutely. He, he thought it was he, outrageous he and entertaining. What happened, we uh, showed the first uh, centipede at uh, the Fright Fest. And In it, London. Yeah, and it exploded there. Right. Really, all the people started talking about it. And then uh, Fantastic Fest in America, they gave us a call. There's an Austin, Texas. And they played it there, and there it exploded again. And then Jonathan came to us. I have to have that film. I yeah. absolutely, uh, yeah. And you made some money. Uh, yeah, it made money. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You, 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 you distribute the movie. Now, the yeah. movie played in theaters for how long and in what, what parts of the world? Because it was banned in many places. Yeah, in, uh, in Germany it's banned. In uh, in England it's uh, it's cut and stuff. So a lot, lot the movie of was banned uh, in Germany? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, thank God for Dieter's family yeah, that they yeah, didn't yeah. have to be put through that. You know? yeah. Yeah. And New Zealand, part two is banned, so there's a lot of banning going around. Right. But uh, where no, did the we, film do well? Where where's the audience? The, America for and Lo the Tom uh, yeah. six movies. Uh, in England, America, and Japan. Japan is Japan. really they yeah. crave a good nasty definitely on all fours horror yeah. movie. And they they react very differently. Eh? When they see the film, they they cheer. Eh? They are yeah. so happy. Like they're cheering a symphony. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they immediately went on their hands and knees, and they wanted me to play Dieter. And uh, yeah, they're crazy, and I love it. You're, you're, they, they, they do these like tributes, like, yeah, uh, like oh, Rocky yeah. Horror. Oh, yeah, they do. They get yeah. to, they form human centipede chains outside yeah, the yeah, theater. Yeah. And no. here, here as well in America. So I, it's I a cult film. I saw uh, David Spade, he made his Halloween costume with uh, Sarah Silverman in the back. I believe I saw pictures of that coming along in America. It's pretty, uh, it's on the Conan O'Brien show. I, I saw yeah. it. Now, um, the movie is distributed. What year does Human Centipede come out? In 2010, it came out. It not one. that long ago. No. So 2010, it comes out. Yes. And you get these scathing reviews. And oh, People yeah, say you're definitely. insane. Yeah. And this yeah. is death threats, lots of death threats. Did you really? Oh, yeah, yeah, lots of them. Did you need, like, beefed up security in your life after with, that? With, yeah, with part two, when we had the premiere in America, we had a guy that took a look because we get uh, uh, pictures of, of guys with guns and uh, they say you're worse than Satan. We're going to shoot you. Where were the premiere of Human Centipede in part two in America? Where was that held? Austin, Texas. In Austin. Yes. That was a big event. Pretty cool. What was the theatrical run? Did it run for a few weeks? Yeah, a few weeks. Definitely. And then you go on your streaming online. Yeah, exactly. Where did you make most of your money? Just so people understand how these yeah, things work. Sure. When a movie like this, which is very potent yeah. and very ugly, yeah. I mean, torture porn, as you know, is definitely. a word that's been used to describe a lot of your work. Yeah. Um, and I want to get to that in a second. Sure. Um, when the movie is, is, is gets such a strong reaction, yeah. I'm assuming it's in and out of the theater relatively quickly. Yeah, definitely. And you're online very and, quickly. Yeah, VOD, that works the best, and as you that, can and, imagine. And is that and where DVD. you made your money, VOD? Yes. yes. And the movie was a Success financially. Oh, definitely. Which yeah, is why you definitely. decided to go to the second one. Yes. Now, yeah. the second one 
let's just say, uh, I think is a masterpiece. It's a work of art because it's just this idea that I've never in my life, I mean, I'm sitting there going, oh God, no. I mean, we're watching the opening scenes. A man who works in a parking garage, who is a lonely, miserable, misshapen, kind of cloven-hooved man is there watching your original film on his computer and getting the idea that he's going to recreate the movie. Absolutely. So in the movie, part two, you summon back the actress... Yes. Which of the two actresses was the one that came back? Ashley and Jenny. She came back because he calls her and says, we're going to go another round. We're going to do the sequel. What was the phone call like for you to call Ashlyn to come back for a round? Was it easy? It was very easy. I Skyped with her and she was so overwhelmed with the success of part one. She, she Yeah, she got, uh, yeah, she was a, a star in her. Uh, in, in the horror way. genre. Yeah, definitely. So I said... Ashley, we have to do part two. And then I told her what it was about. And she had to swallow a few times because it's way worse eh, than, than part one. That's like really a picnic in the park, part one. But uh, she's such a trooper. She said, let's do it. And she never complained. And if you see what happens to her in the film, yeah, it's, yeah. it's tough, tough. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. Who's the actress, the kind of crow-like woman that plays Martin's mother? Vivian Britson, that's an... Uh, Vivian Britson yeah. is the actress's Britson. name. Yeah, Britson. Britson yeah. Uh, a British actress, and uh, I love her. Very old lady. Yeah, but, wonderful uh, role great. she has. Because yeah. when he gets out of the bed, yeah. and his belly sticking out like a globe, yeah. and he's in his bed, his moldy bed. Yeah. Shitting his bed. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. The, and the mother's like, you know, uh, you wonder what's kept the mother from like just poisoning him or just <laughs> shooting him in his yeah. sleep and getting rid of him. Yeah. It's all so sad, you know what I mean? Yeah, Who's is. your production designer? Who Who creates the tableau that is martin's bedroom yeah. i do that myself <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> yeah we so went, just figured yeah this we, is how martin would live yeah definitely Stained, we go out soiled sheets yeah we go and, out for a location hunting and i think this is the place and then, yeah, uh, yeah. it's a basement apartment definitely yeah yeah, yeah. some it's shitty apartment dread and uh, yeah 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 uh, i love that yeah, yeah he's yeah. popping pimples and it's all over the bed yeah, too yeah. every kind of Body fluid is oozed into the in, sheets. In, yeah, and, yeah. I like your mind. Yeah, I love yeah, it. No, it's just you can just see it's all there. I yeah, mean, that's yeah, the thing with there. your movies is it's all there. You yeah. know what I mean? Dieter's yeah. apartment is very neat and gleaming. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that's some true. castle with like wet stones and everything. Yeah. It's like this very gleaming modern edifice. Yeah. You know what I mean, and uh, yeah. um, and when you go down to the laboratory, it's very gleaming and yeah. neat and clean. That was yeah. your idea. Obviously. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What was the doctor's name in the first film? Uh, Dr. Heiter. Dr. And th- Heiter. Yeah, and that's in a combination of two real Nazi doctors from the Second World Mengele? War. Mengele? Uh, yeah, that's, it's, it's based on the, with the twins idea, but it's Dr. Heim and Dr. Richter, and I made it into Heiter. Heim and Richter, Richter. Yeah. become Heiter. Yes. What did Heim and Richter do? They what were was their- camp doctors as well. Okay, but we'll not- stop with that. Yeah, yeah, we, don't want, we don't want to go too far. No. With that. Okay. Key to the darkness in any horror film is the editing. The claustrophobia, the sense that something, someone, is lurking just off camera. Editing can make a mediocre film good and a good film great. One of the best film editors in the business is Martin Scorsese's longtime collaborator, Thelma Schoonmaker. The thing is, you see, that we create that violence in the editing room. There's no way that De Niro could take an actual punch all the times you see it in in the film. Blood and saliva would spray off it, but it's not actually violent. When I get it, I make it violent. <laughs> Hear the rest of our conversation in our archive at heresthething.org. When we come back, human centipede creator Tom Six explains what he's doing next. 
Where the Human Centipede trilogy is body horror, Six says his upcoming film deals in pure psychological horror. This is Alec Baldwin, and you're listening to Here's the Thing. If you watch the first two installments of the Human Centipede series, the first thing you notice is the stark contrast between the two villains. Dieter Laser, the domineering aristocrat, versus the misshapen miscreant Lawrence R. Harvey. Director Tom Six explains. The difference is that Dieter, he had like a, a huge career. He did 70 films and he's a big... Uh, Serious actor. Yeah, stage actor as well. And what about the, the actor that played Martin again? He, what's his name? He, uh, Lawrence R. Harvey. Right. He, he did like very little things. Yeah, uh, he did television. like donut commercials. Yeah, exactly. Very small things. You mentioned in an interview that I watched where yeah. you said you wanted to cast someone who was the opposite of Absolutely. Dieter. Absolutely, yes. Dieter, the doctor in the original film, is this gleaming kind of uh, intense genius and he's this Absolutely. very eccentric an even aristocratic figure, and Martin is just like, you know, like somebody expectorated on the ground. He's just a blob of like, this disease-ridden blob. Definitely. But that guy, uh, I uh, when I saw his appearance, I said he, he doesn't uh, have to speak in the film. It's just his, his presence is so strong. While D- Dieter is very trained in performing with words yeah. and, and, and... Probably done yeah, all kinds of great absolutely. theater. Yeah, very commanding, yeah. very powerful. He should play Fankarian in a film. He looks like oh, he reminded yeah. me of Fankarian. So um, what did you cut out of the film that you didn't put in that was even... Did, is there a point where even you sit there and go, we have to lose that, it's just too much? I put everything in. Everything that comes to my mind and I put in the script is in it. It's, and you it, shoot it and then you cut it and that's in the film. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I shoot very uh, economic. So I, I shoot exactly what I want. So there's no scene, the, right, but there's no scene you shoot where you say, oh my God, Ilona, even never. I have gone too far. I like in part two, the, the famous rape scene and the guy puts the barbed wire around his penis and then rapes his centipede. That's the, the most gruesome f- part in the film. And we were shooting that and half of the crew, they went crying and they walked away. And I was like cheering fun oh this looks brilliant it's like a symphony yeah. it's almost eh? yeah and then i look behind me and all those people were gone they and left they left yeah they couldn't take they it. couldn't take it they. wow and i what have, was it like with the crew like did you feel the crew respected you and the, the way i mean remember not all directors are respected yeah. the movie could be uh you know a, a love story or a musical comedy or what have you yeah exactly. it doesn't matter not all directors are respected by the crew trust me yeah um but did you find that your crew did respect you Definitely. or did they all sit there and go man like behind your back are they going this guy's nuts. Oh, they probably have said that, but b- maybe because of the of the charm, maybe, and because I'm uh, enthusiastic, eh? I, I I bring them into the story and the adventure, and I tell them they know exactly what's will yeah. will it's happen. Contagious, eh? your enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. and they 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 stand there and they see it and they laugh. For example, part one, we had the scene where the centipede is shitting for the first time, eh? and the, the, yes. and he said, "Feed her, feed her." Yes, and we filmed that house in a suburban a- area where other houses were around it, and people were hanging out of their windows looking at this th- those scenes and were horrified. But the crew was laughing; everybody was laughing. Yeah, eh? but you can imagine a situation oh, like that. Yeah, well. Kind of. I, I, I don't know. If I, I can completely. Now, yeah. so number three, I have not seen. And I, do you think I should see it? Yeah, definitely. Okay, because I was told definitely. by everybody that was the weakest of the three. I don't. I don't. You think don't so. think so? No, so obviously, it's the strongest. Because, I think. because this is where the Coppola analogy goes even further. Because obviously, yeah. there's Godfather one. Yeah. Then Godfather two goes to another level. Then yeah. a lot of people thought Godfather three was a letdown. Yeah. It's the best one of all three. It's a satire. I go back to my original punishment idea. 
and it's for the, the prisons. So I, I translate it to a real situation where if you do something horrible, you go to uh, a prison, you're sewn into a human centipede, and according to your sentence, you uh, put in it for a week or maybe 20 years, whatever. So, so the centipede thing is, is the sentence you've been talking about. This that, is getting back to definitely. the original idea and my of idea the is, child molester. I think uh, crime rates will drop like pants in a whorehouse because nobody wants to be in a human centipede. Yeah. I think so. I don't think they live, actually. I think, I think, I think medically you die if I, you were being... No, no. I, I consulted a real doctor in Holland. And he made the... He uh, said that if people were to pass their waste product into your mouth and into your bloodstream, yeah. into, your, into your digestive tract, you would live? Yeah. If they get vitamin injections and fluids, they could live like that for a long time. Because it's not... How long? It's not f for a long, long time. If you get the right... Uh, uh, long enough to survive their sentence? Definitely. Because yeah. the, 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 the feces is not attacked by outside bacteria. Right. Because it's contained. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it stays in one constant ab loop. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You're giving this a lot of thought, haven't you? Oh, yeah. You? The doctor helped me for a very... He said... I you could, had gastroenterologists a, consulting you. A, a real uh, surgeon in Holland, yeah, who wanted wow. to stay anonymous, but he made this very detailed operation report. Yeah. And he was on the set as well, helping. Oh, my God. It's pretty cool. That's that's why it's... Yeah. Well, cool is not the word I would okay. come to uh, maybe, No, but for you, I mean, I, I, I want you to... You, you're, you're, you're free to say whatever you want to say. Yeah. How long did that take to shoot? That was about six weeks. Eh? That was our longest shoot because we had like 100 extras. Extras, yeah, prison. Who, yeah, a big prison. And of course, lot. you had a star in the lead role, correct? Yeah, definitely Eric right. Roberts. Eric Roberts. Was... So Eric Roberts is one of the great movie actors he of is. the past several years, and I worked with him once on a film. How do you get Eric Roberts to come and do the third in we had a, a Skype conversation with him, and he laughed the first, like you laughed the first. Yeah, he got it. Beat. He got it. I said, yeah, you want to be uh, in part three? And I, I said, if I don't have to be on my hands and knees... Right, just I'll, don't I'll centipede do me. No, exactly. Yeah. And he did it, and he was governor of the state. So his, his prison is in the... Is he the one that comes up with the idea of centipeding everybody? Uh, no, that's the accountant of the warden. Comes and who plays idea. that part? That's Lawrence R. Harvey. I brought back... Oh, Lawrence R. Harvey came back? Yeah. Oh, then I got to see this just because I'm such Dieter a Lawrence well, eh? R. Harvey fan. And Dieter's in it. Dieter's the warden and Lawrence R. Harvey yeah. is his assistant? Yeah. That, that's like getting Marlon Brando and De Niro to be in part three together. That's true. In that's totally amazing. different roles. In totally different roles. Yes. Completely un... And, and Eric plays the... The, the, uh, the, governor, the governor. Of the state. And yeah. what is his... What's his arc? What's his story in now, the That, that prison is, uh, is really uh, cost inefficient. So they... He's he, looking for solutions. Yeah, he, he threatens to uh, shut the place down. And they You want guys to, figure it out. Absolutely. And they come up with an idea under pressure. And they built the, the centipede... Uh, system, which is very cost uh, effective. They don't feed anybody. And then the governor comes in, and he's, of course, he says, uh, hey, this, this will be the death penalty for you. But in the end, he understands the situation, and then he says, this is exactly what America needs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, that well, system. Yeah. Well, yeah, we you need should to... check it out if you want. It's, uh, it's, I think it's the best one. Did you have to pay Robert some real money to do the movie? Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine it, he's cheap. It, it's not uh, like Hollywood money because right, you're it's small. not millions of but, dollars, but he but had to get paid a decent yeah, salary. Yeah, because I mean, salary. those guys don't come cheap. Definitely. Right. Now, um, so you and I connect on Skype with your sister. Yes. Now, is she really your sister, or you say she's your no, sister? No, she's really my sister. And she's sister. really like your co-producer, and yeah. you say she's your sister, just to further ingratiate yourself with people. Uh, no, like she's, she's my sister, so that kind of takes, it makes it like a little family business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a family business, 100%. Yeah. It is. She's literally your sister. Yes. Okay, yes. I, I take your word for it. Yes. Well, you and I hook up on Skype. Yeah. I reach out to you. Yeah. 
Yeah. I say, Mike, I just got to talk to this guy. Yeah. You say to me, uh, Alec, we're going to have a group of people who are like a, a league of extraordinary villains. You know, yes. They're all people who are dedicated. They love human suffering. Yes. The original concept for Onania Club, they were all wealthy because yes. they were, so they could fly to like to Mexico if there's an earthquake Definitely. and see death and destruction and people dying and yes. suffering. Yes. And then you say to me, I want you, Alec, to yeah. play a oncologist. Yes. But yes. rather than curing the cancer, yes. you are giving people more cancer. Yes. And to tear a page out of your own life. We were going to have your wife be much younger than you, very beautiful, very fit, and you are giving your wife the cancer. You're yes. killing your wife. Yes. So I'm sitting there, and I tell my wife this, and my wife like literally looks at me. If you saw the look on my wife's face, she was like, the whole dream of me working with you just died in that one <laughs> yeah, look. It was the look of your wife. Yeah, my yeah. wife just looked at me like, that's never going to happen. <laughs> you are never to be in within 50 miles of this guy. He sounds like a complete, total nutbag. Yeah. I don't even want that energy on you when you come home from work. Yeah. So I go, no, you should see him. He's very charming and very ebullient. Yeah. And uh, she says, uh, no, you can't do the movie. So yeah. I, then we talk and you say, okay, Alex, so here's another idea. One yeah. of the people in the, in the film is going to uh, steal the corpses of celebrities. Yeah. So I want you to come and shoot for one day and you're yeah. going to play yourself yeah. dead in the casket. And the woman is like casing out the joint to figure out the width of the door frame, how she's going to get the body out of there. Exactly. And you play yourself yes. dead. And I thought, fantastic. And then I couldn't even make that day work. Yeah. Did you, is all that still in the movie? It's all in the movie. So, so, it's, it's, so the League of Extraordinary Villains, it's the all, Onania Club, is men and women. It's no, I change it to all women now. It's all women. All women. Yes. Okay. And that's even scarier. Yes. Because when women, women, yeah, who masturbate on the misery of other people and yeah. enjoy they masturbate the, to suffering. Yeah, exactly. So it's, uh, yeah, it's the worst uh, human emotion. It's Schadenfreude. Yes. Which happens in real life as yes. well. Eh? Yeah. But in the film. Well, in America it's, it's, in 2018, we're oh, very yeah. familiar with that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it's dark and powerful. As Have well. you redefined evil? Yeah. I think, think so. so. I think so, yeah. yeah How many is... of the women are in the league? How many actresses did you have to get? Five. There's it's five. five. Five women. And where are they from, American? Very American actresses. Oh. Anybody we would know? No big names, no. Who's the most well-known one? Jessica Morris is maybe the... Jessica most... Morris is yeah. her name. She does uh, series on television and stuff. And um, Was it difficult for you to entice people to come do this movie This with you? was very... You can imagine, eh? because like you, I told them the story... And so many were offended. Yeah, 80% leave the room. Yeah, yeah it's almost the same. Yeah. And the smart ones, they stay and they want to listen more. Huh? I love you. Yeah, thank I you. I love you. So I love go, the people who understand who are the smart ones, they yeah. stay. Yeah. That's the name of your biography. I hope so. It's an analogy for the film, yeah. going audience, and everyone who works with you. The smart ones, they stay. Yeah. So yeah. 80% of them aren't so smart and you shoot for how many weeks? Uh, we shot almost a month again. A it's month. a little bit the same. Yeah. Where? In the Hollywood Hills we had this beautiful villa. What was the budget of the film? Uh, what was it? I, I am not allowed to talk about money but she uh, she is the money girl. You what? <laughs> it's a secret. Well, I'm, We won't say anything but we'll hold up some fingers just so I yeah. can have an idea. Yeah. This much? I won't tell. I won't tell. You can't? Yeah, I can't. Okay. How, yeah. how <laughs> international woman of mystery yeah, yeah, yeah. is. Yeah. But you shoot in LA, uh, no union issues. No, it's all uh, uh, non-union. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we, uh, but you never had any of the unions come and bother you. Because no. they know your name. Yep. They know who you are. If they see and they monitor these things, yeah. Yeah. there's a casting call yeah. and you've got American actresses uh, actress going to do a film. SAG yeah. doesn't show up and, and, and hassle you? No, because the actresses also work non-union. So they, they right. specifically... They were not in the union? Half. They are... Yeah. Some are, uh, how do you call it, FICOR. Eh? They, can, they can do non-union. Outside the unit, yeah, right. Exactly. They can do some, some non-union, some, some yeah, percentage exactly. of the work. 
Yeah. Now, are you glad to get away from the centipede thing? Now that's done. Yeah, that's done. I made no more centipede four. No, never ever will I make. Your sister's looking like that's not. Yeah, well, uh, not so fast, my boy. Not so fast. No, no. But uh, I have so many more ideas. My head is exploding. So uh, the Onania Club is so very new, fresh, original. That's what I, I like, and that's where I go for. When she saw the last cut I did, she was overwhelmed with how powerful it was. Eh? It's evil. It's really evil. When you're watching a movie like Frankenstein, yes, uh, there, there's some moments of humanity, if you yeah. will, or decency yeah. in the world itself. Definitely. And in your movies, there's none. Uh, now, like uh, Martin has some humanity, don't you think? Because he was abused as a kid, he has some. You 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 pity him right. almost. Eh? The audience feels for him. Not everybody. And there's a lot of uh, black humor in my films. A lot of people yeah. see that, not all of them. Right. Uh, Does the Nanian Club have yeah, any moments of decency and yeah, definitely. humanity? It's, it's humanity. Otherwise, it, it won't work, I think. Right. It's, it's, it's balances between humanity, real evil, and also dark humor. Not everybody sees right. it. Right. But it's uh, yeah, it's it's a difficult road to walk on eh? if, right. for an audience. I think yeah. it's like Sex in the City, but then on evil steroids. It's it's evil. It's Sex in the City. city yeah, right. the, the five women. But now it's, <laughs> well, there was four in Sex in the City. Yeah, yeah okay. So now you've you've five. added one. It's a bonus. Yeah, yeah a bonus. Uh, the lady. Sex in the City plus one. Yeah. she enters the group. The fifth one. Well, yeah, you bring in. You bring in. Yeah, a, in yeah. the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Well, that's a wonderful setup for maybe yeah. a political thriller you could yeah. do, where the doctor is someone who you go to to yeah. cure cancer, and they're only giving you more cancer. That reminds me of certain political figures in this country today, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And uh, when they don't have cancer, she just tells them they have cancer, just to witness their oh, she lies and tells also, them there's have... a scene in there yeah. as well. And her, her uh, she's she's lesbian now in the film. She has this beautiful girlfriend who is this uh, smoothie drinking, very uh, healthy girl, healthy. and she hates that. She she looks at the yeah. woman and she thinks she wants to destroy everything yeah, healthy. Definitely. And and the moment she she gets sick, their sex life goes to the roof. You can imagine. Yeah. What's your next movie? Uh, I have two lined up, and uh, I can't. Tell about yes, but of course. Yeah, but are it's, they evil films as well? Yeah, they 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 evil. Yeah, black, I told you my black, idea for my horror film. Yeah, yeah, you did. It might not be your genre though. It might it might not be evil enough. No, I mean I have a great I, idea. I think it's a great idea. My idea. Everybody loves correct. it, but nobody wants to make it. No. Where's my Ilona? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. need an Ilona. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to work with you. Stay tuned. I might eventually re redefine evil alongside my guest, human centipede creator Tom Six. His upcoming film is called The Onania Club, out early 2019. This is Alec Baldwin. Here's The Thing is a production of WNYC Studios. <laughs> ¶¶ 